we do have worship and youth pastor Colin McCracken. Good morning, Colin. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So I read that forecast to you, and you're getting ready to go to Cambodia. Yeah. Where it's a whole lot nicer. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to be the like 80s and 90s the whole time we're there. Oh, bless your heart. That's, you know, <laughs> most people say, hey, I'm gonna, I want to go to the beach or schedule a trip to Mexico, but nope, you're going to do a missionary trip to Cambodia. Good for you. Yeah, we're going to go uh, spread some love of Jesus over there, help build a church a little bit, um, talk to some girls that um, have been unfortunately um, sold into human trafficking, and so we're looking to to go give them some love and, and show them how much not only we care, but Jesus cares about them. Absolutely. This is uh, January Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Uh, let's start by telling us a little bit about the worship and youth pastor who all's going? Kind of set the stage for us how this begins. Yeah, so I get a I get to go in with an opportunity um, with my my father, uh, my brother, his wife, and then a couple of people from um, the church I grew up in in Southern Iowa. Um, but those people um, are like family to me as well. Um, originally, uh, my dad had gone on this trip about 10, 15 years ago, um, and he went with a couple of people from here in Monmouth, uh, the Eppersons, uh, as well as a few other people from our church. Um, and just as soon as he got there, he fell in love with the country and fell in love with the people. And that's been kind of a family um, mission field for us that, that's just kind of come into our hearts, and uh, we've loved going ever since. Jim and Pam Epperson, very good friends here at the radio station for decades. Mm -hmm. So very respectful project here with what you guys are doing uh, in Cambodia. So when do you leave? We head out on uh, the 22nd of January here, so coming up real soon. Um, it'll be about, I think, close to 24 hours in the air, so it's going to be a long flight, but we're going we're gonna to love it. It's, it's going to be great. What do you get to do there besides the work of, of your church? We'll get to do a little bit of touristy stuff, um, but also just kind of getting to know the country. Um, we get to see um, a genocide museum, which is um, very heartbreaking, but at the same time um, gives a great picture of, of what the country's been through and what these people have been through. Um, and the, they, they call them the killing fields, which is where, where most of this stuff happened, um, as well as a prison that we get to go visit. Um, we'll also get to visit um, a really amazing uh, temple called Angkor Wat. Um, that that temple is one of the, the older buildings um, in the world, I believe, um, but it's just an incredible eye-opening thing of, of who these people are, um, what, they, what they cherish, and, and what's important to them um, as well. Okay. And... Throughout that, you're going to be building a church. Where do you do that at? How does that come together to be able to build a church? Yeah, we have a partner um, that we, we've, um, we've been supporting for a little while. His name is Soom, um, and his, his heart is for the people of Cambodia. He is, he is a native, um, but he's, he's a pastor there, um, and he's going out into the jungle and just spreading the word of Jesus there, um, and he's built up a great great traction of, of believers and followers out there, um, which is has really started some momentum in a way of it's time to build a church. And so we want to go over there, encourage, um, help in any way we can, um, do some leadership training, um, any anything we can do to help them get started and, and just grow. Okay. Well, good luck with that. That's going to come off very well. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad it's coming to fruition that they have a place of worship, a place to have fellowship. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, well, as we, we talked about earlier this month is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and unfortunately, it is the use of force, fraud, or coercion to control another person for labor or commercial sex act purposes. Every year, it's millions. We actually don't know 
how many millions of men, women, and children are trafficked worldwide, including the United States and the state of Illinois, according to the state of Illinois' news release um, about this. So what what's it like when you when you get over to uh, a different country and you're there to help these these and you said girls in this case, right? Yeah, sadly, it's it's a lot of younger girls. So what what's your game plan to help those girls? Right now, the biggest thing we can do is is help their leaders um, by teaching them, you know, uh, the love of Jesus, um, teaching them ways that they can communicate um, who Jesus is to them. Uh, because I think, for me personally, Jesus is the is the best best way for somebody to come out of a place of such darkness. He's, he brings such hope and such love um, to these girls. But these uh, these these safe houses will also train up um, these these girls into ways that they can get into society and make a difference, um, and also just have basic life skills that they would have never gotten at, at home. Yeah, because some of these girls were at such young ages, yeah. and after so long, they're either rescued, but a lot of times just cut loose. Yeah, That's the unfortunate, it's very, very sad. It's, it's a very challenging situation. It is. A lot of the times it's just out of desperation of the parents, uh, just needing, needing money, uh, needing food, whatever it takes, and so they, they sell the only thing they have, um, which is which is really heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Uh, I'm so glad you guys are going to be able to go over there and try to warm the hearts of the people that you get to, to be with. Um, how did you find these young ladies, and, and, and where are they housed somewhere? Are they in a facility? How are they getting uh, treatment and help? So we don't do anything with with finding them uh, that's a lot more dangerous than than we can do as Americans um, and it's it's blatantly obvi- obvious if we're Americans that we're probably not somebody that's that's really in the market as much um, but they they have safe houses in in multiple major cities uh, we're gonna visit three of them while we're there um, one in the capital and, and a few others in, in larger cities but um, these are these are safe compounds that are gated, uh, have security, and and are fully protected. Um, but they each girl kind of gets a, a home. It's almost like a camp, um, but a little a lot nicer, I should say, um, where they're actual houses. They each have like house mothers, and they have their own chores, their own responsibilities, um, their own school time, and they get they get shown um, what a normal life should be like, um, and it's. It's one of those things where once you get to see it, it's it changes everything. It does. It, it has to stay with you forever. Yeah. And you said sure. this isn't your first time. This will be my second time. Yeah. Um, my dad has gone probably eight, nine, ten times. Um, COVID wiped out a couple of those opportunities for us. We were going to go again, but, um, but we're blessed to be able to get to go back now. Um, this will be my brother's second time as well as a couple other people's uh, third or fourth time. Um, I'm blessed to get to go with my fiance. She's going to go for the first time, and, and my brother's wife is going to go for the first time. So uh, we'll have so many different um, experience ages there. Um, but all in all, it's going to be so eye-opening, even for somebody that's been there multiple times. Okay. And like you said, you get to see a couple of touristy things. I uh, read The Killing Fields uh, back in uh, my high school, college days. It was required uh, reading on that genocide museum that you get to see. Um, outside of the challenges the country has faced, it's sort of an exotic country. It is. There's a lot of amazing foods. Um, last time we tried um, 
eel. We tried snake on a stick. We tried um, some scorpion that was cooked. Um, we had our our tour guide um, or translator. She she tried to get us to eat um, a fried tran- tarantula. No, <laughs> don't even uh, go there. Yeah, but I, I was okay at eel, snake, and scorpion. <laughs> But there's, don't give me a visual image of a tarantula. There's a lot of crazy things, but there's also some really, really amazing food. If you like seafood, that's the place to be. Um, it's it's so weird that you're on a river that looks kind of muddy, but the fish tastes as fresh as you could taste. Um, and there's there's some, just some um, incredible spices to the food, incredible drinks. Um, like the places we stay for breakfast, they, they go all out. Um, like they have fresh dragon fruit, which is something that you don't very often get. If you do get it, like I've seen it at Fairway here, but it's like six bucks for one fruit. Sure. And there it's like, it's like 25 cents a fruit. Because it pops <laughs> right off the tree, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's it's amazing. But, oh, I bet. Um, okay, so um, thank you for not eating the spider. <laughs> do they eat this? Is this a delicacy there to Cambodians? Yeah. They, eel, spider, or eel, snake on a stick, scorpions, they, to them, that's just good to go. Some of it is is kind of like what we'd call carnival food, okay. Um, where it's like they'll eat it. Um, they don't get it all the time, but they'll eat it. Um, other of it is like we're gonna eat what we got. Sure. Um, it's if it's if it's there, it's available. We're gonna eat it. That makes sense. You sort of got your Anthony Bourdain down. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, what'd you like better, eel, scorpion, or snake? The eel. I don't know why. What they? I can't remember what they put all in it, but it was it was incredible. It tastes like just some really good seafood that was well seasoned and okay. and just in this amazing sauce and 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 the steak I'd, you just fry it up put some gravy on it and yeah no <laughs> it was like almost beef jerky but it was really was good it? yeah okay and it was good and, yeah. and scorpion just i'm not sure crispy and not a lot of flavor yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like a pork rind right yeah a little bit just yeah fry that's it a great way to describe it <laughs> okay so the seafood good spices good fresh fruit uh what else about cambodia do you like the people I mean, they are genuine, genuine people. Um, they're just like us. They're just going through life, um, looking for happiness and joy. Um, and they're, they're happy to have you there and experiencing their culture. Um, and just getting to see the joy of their faces when, when you come spread some, some good news is, is life changing. Okay. I'm so glad you guys get to go. Uh, thank you for what you're doing to try to help the world be a better place, period. That's that's your goal. That's your hope yeah. is to impact these these folks in Cambodia, especially these girls that you get to see that have survived such unbelievable challenges. That, you know, I hope that we can find a way to stop human trafficking. Yeah. Um, the survivors, their stories are so interesting. It is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, just a reminder of that. So if you can help, uh, feel free to do so. This is one way um, to help. How, how can people help you in the future? Um, me personally, um, just we're, we're planning on future trips. Um, so uh, we, can, we can put out word to anybody interested on future trips. Um, if not, there's an organization um, called RAPHA, um, R-A-P-H-A. Um, RAPHA House is, is the main people we're going through here. Um, they're based out in Joplin, Missouri. Um, but they are directly, um, directly related with, with doing um, anything they can to stop human trafficking, um, and they are in, an incredible, incredible organization. Okay. Colin, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you for um, being willing to, to share this, um, yeah. especially get awareness for those that 
sometimes it's hard to see. Um, and so any kind of light we can shed on the on the problem is, is amazing. Uh, anything we can do to help, uh, you know, that's that's our job and our goal is to, to help and inform the community about things going on. So I'll talk to you when you get back. Sounds great. Thank you so much. That is Colin McCracken with us. He is worshiping youth pastor at First Christian Church on a mission trip to Cambodia.